Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Chloe Talk Podcast. I am your host, Hella Chloe. Today's guest is an educator, a mom, and the author of a new children's book called Lunchtime with Samnang. Without further ado, here is Tracy Guan. How are you, Tracy? Hi, good. Nice to meet you. It's nice to finally meet you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, nice to meet you, too. Uh, thank you for being my guest. I'm glad that you uh, reached out to me. You know, I'm always looking for uh, amazing guests to highlight. And I think uh, what you're doing is amazing. You have a children's book. It was a Kickstarter project. And um, congratulations on it reaching the goal within eight hours. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. Let's talk about your book. Can you uh, tell us what's it about and um, how you uh, came up with it? Yeah. So um, the title of my book is called Lunchtime with Samnang. Um, and I kind of started writing this book during the pandemic. Um, I've always had a, a love for writing. Um, and I finally kind of just decided to take a leap, a leap to, you know, go on this creative um, journey after I realized that there's just not enough um books about Asian Pacific Islander stories out there. Um, I am also an educator, so I am a speech language pathologist and I work with children all the time. But after the birth of my son, um, who was half Cambodian and half Chinese, I, I was looking for books that um, he can relate to in terms of, you know, his culture, heritage. And I, there just wasn't really anything out there. So I decided to just write a book dedicated to him. Yeah, that's awesome. So your son is the, the inspiration for your book, right? Yes, exactly. Yes, he is the inspiration. Um, and and also because we are raising him in, you know, like a multicultural, multilingual family, I felt like it was just important for um, for us to expose him to all of that. And for anyone who is, you know, wanting to learn something new um, about a new culture, I feel like it's, it's important to have more of these books to kind of um, highlight different um, cultures out there. Yeah. And uh, before we get into the book, the details of the book, uh, can you tell me about yourself, your background, like uh, where you're from and uh, stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm Tracy Guan. I am born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, so I grew up in the Boston public school systems. Um, and currently I reside in Lowell, Massachusetts. So it's a big Cambodian community. Um, and pretty much, you know, it's, it's such a strong community over here. I really feel like um, writing this book is very important for me too, because I, you know, speaking with my husband, he always felt like he there was no representation, especially like in the media, in books. So um, this is really a collaborative project from, from um, you know, my family, his extended family, the community. So um, I, I really feel like this project is was grown out of the love of the community. Oh, wow. So I, I didn't know you're from Lowell. You're in Lowell. So that's cool. Yeah, I, I got so Lowell. much love for Lowell. Shout out to the people in Lowell. Yeah. It's one of my one of my favorite places to visit. Great food, as you said, like yeah, a big, big Khmer population over there. And, yes, um, for sure. Yeah. So it was like a, a group effort with the project. You had your husband involved as well, or? Yeah. So, so I, my background um, is I'm Chinese American. So, you know, I knew a little bit about Cambodian culture um, because, you know, my, my roommate is also Khmer when, um, when we were in college. Um, so, I learned just so much about, you know, the history and the, the culture. And 
I needed to make sure that this um, this book represented the people correctly, you know. So this book is, you know, it, it's a fun book that encompasses um, food and travel and just culture. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that everything was represented correctly and and properly. And um, so, yeah, it's definitely a collaborative effort here. I checked out the the link to your uh, Kickstarter and I saw like the, the pictures of the book and like the illustrations. It looks really, really cool, it looks colorful and stuff. Can you tell me about the artwork, the who illustrated it? Yeah, so so the illustrator's name is Bofeng Lin, and he is actually based in Germany. Um, and he's a he's a wonderful illustrator um, who who uses different types of shapes and colors to really just create beautiful work. So I, I'm really appreciative of him being able to bring this project to life for us. Yeah. Wow. How did you uh, connect with him? Did you know him or? I actually didn't, I didn't know him. I, I kind of just um, did a search and I really fell in love with his work and I contacted him and he was available to, um, to, to work with me on this project. So um, we kind of hit it off that way. Awesome. And is the book more like, is there a, it's like, is it mainly a picture book or is there also like um, a whole storyline in there, like with words and everything? Um, it, so it is a children's book and there is a 36 page children's book. There are it, there is a storyline. So pretty much it goes through um, some nuns journey of um, learning about different types of foods. And um, he's actually getting ready to go on a trip with his his parents. So essentially me and my husband. Um, and then he hears all these different stories about, you know, his motherland, Cambodia. And he hears all these stories and he kind of goes on on a, on a journey with his imagination, kind of um, visiting the Angkor Wat, the Kulin Waterfalls, so just different landmarks and learning all the different um, elements of his culture. Wow, I think this is so cool. For I think it's going to be really good for the kids to learn about their culture too. You know, through a like a, a children's book, I think it's really important to have something like this. So I'm excited for you and your, and for the book to come out. I think the people, the, the the response has been pretty uh, amazing, right? Like you've been got, you guys got a big support. I see from uh, social media and stuff. So, yeah, the support has just been so so amazing, and it kind of shows how, you know how much a book like this is needed in the world mm-hmm. right now. Um, you know, especially with all the you know. Asian hate going on. I feel like right now is like a perfect time to kind of amplify those voices that um, needs to be heard, right? And, right. you know, taking back the narrative and um, making sure that children see themselves in, in books and in the media um, to reflect themselves. Because I, I feel like for the longest time, we weren't able to see that, especially growing up. Um, for, for me, at least, you know, I grew up in the 90s. We didn't have any of that representation. And for kids to kind of see that right now, especially at a young age, I think it's, it's going to do, um, you know, it's going to, it's going to bring so much encouragement and empowerment for our children. I agree. Growing up, there wasn't much Asian representation. It was only like, uh, well, I grew up on Bruce Lee. I'm a huge Bruce Lee fanatic and stuff, but it's always, it's just martial arts. You know, a lot of us just martial arts or nerds in, in Hollywood. So it's time to break the stereotype. I think we're, we're just as talented as just any, any, any race, you know, like we, we need a, I feel like we need more yeah. representation. We need, we need leading roles, you know, and stuff like that, you know. Exactly. 
Yeah. And, and it's, it's crazy because, you know, for the longest time, I, f- I feel like um, there, there are characters of Asian and Asian American, um, you know, people in, in media, but it's usually, you know, the, the back role or like um, definitely not leading roles. And I feel like it's, it's time to make that change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Raya, The Last Dragon? Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I, what were your thoughts on that? I think that's uh, that's a step in the right direction, I guess. You know, like with a, a Disney movie that has uh, Southeast yeah. Asian cultures infused. I think so, too. I mean, I watched it with my um, my son um, and, you know, I feel I feel like it was. It was an amazing to see just because it's something that has never been done before, um, especially representation in Southeast Asian um, communities. And, you know, I feel like right right now is the time to kind of amplify all of these stories. And especially with Disney, you know, Disney's been coming out with movies for the longest time and they're finally providing that representation. I agree. It's a, it's a pretty cool movie. I actually watched it too, like not just recently too. Did you like it? I liked it. It was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn when when making the book? Did you run into any um, issues or challenges? Yeah. So um, I don't know if you know or you know. Typically, when writing a book, it's usually you write the manuscript and it's submitted to um, like a traditional publisher. Um, I decided to actually self-publish my book. So I had to kind of be in charge of all of the, you know, hiring an illustrator, the editor, formatting the book. So there's there was a lot of kind of learning along the way, too. I didn't realize how much I mean, I knew that it was a lot of work, but um, the communication part, I feel like is such a crucial part in creating this this book um and so just it's like learning a brand new trade no big issues but definitely you know I felt like it took much longer than I had expected it to take um but it's okay I feel like in the end the product was kind of what I wanted it to be is this your first book this is my very first oh, book wow. yes congratulations yeah it's my very first excited book. for it what surprised you the most uh, through uh, through this whole process of making the the book? Um, just just the amount of support I've been getting actually um, throughout the process of making the book. Um, I you know I'm I went into this project kind of um, wanting my son to just have. Um, a book for him to read, but I feel like along the way, um, so, so much for support from friends and family and the community kind of seeing the cover and just really, um, I feel, I feel like a lot of people were able to kind of relate to the story, the storyline, especially when I kind of told them about it. What is the meaning behind the title lunchtime with some Nang? The title is lunchtime with some Nang and the, the word Samnang actually means lucky, and um, it, it's actually named after my son. Um, his middle name is actually Samnang, so I wanted to make sure that he was a big part of this book. Yeah. Since we're on the topic of lunch, what's, what's your favorite Khmer food? Can you name some? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I mean, I love Khmer food, so um, I could talk about one of the the main spreads on, on in the book. Um, my favorite... 
my dish of all time is slama chukru. Wow, um, that's mine too. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's such a traditional dish that encompasses just so much, you know, amazing ingredients, and and um, that's why I had to choose that dish for for one of the main spreads because um, it just it just encompasses so much aromatic. The sour, the the tamarind yeah. base, the the lemongrass, all that good stuff, all the aromatics. Yeah. Yeah. So the characters, um, I don't I don't want to give away too much from the book because I want people to yeah. go out there and support it. But um, the main character is Samnang, but this also is it's a family book. Is it is it based on you you your your husband and Samnang or any other yeah. family members as well? Yes. So pretty much the book is based on my family, um, but there is, you know, but um, his, his yay and his tha, so his grandma and grandpa also um, is highly involved in the book. So it's actually a multi-generational book um, that kind of talks about their different experiences, um, the connection between my son and their grandparents. Um, and there, there's also a spread in there about my new year and talks about how yay, you know, she buys all the traditional um, outfits for, for everybody to, to wear so that we can go to temple. Um, so so I think it's very special to kind of include um, grandparents because I feel like for a lot of families, grandparents are very much involved. Um, and so I want him to kind of grow up, grow up seeing that um, and seeing and also normalizing that, you know, the language that he speaks and also, you know, the words that he says, the people that he sees are, are very important and should be included in a children's book. Mm. I think this is uh, important uh, as well because I remember growing up, my my parents are always like reminding me or just lecturing me, saying, "Don't forget your culture," saying like uh, in Khmer they'll say "complete biasa Khmer," like don't forget your culture, like to speak more Khmer at home and stuff. Because mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think this is a good book to you know because um you know our parents. I think it's true, like because like the as the more we speak English at home, the more we become less fluent in Khmer. Like, as I grew older, I started forgetting how to speak to my mom. So I'm like, uh, I'm over here speaking broken English. <laughs> you know, but I'm, but now I know why. Because I feel it's, uh, it's important for, for children to know their language as well. If they're multicultural, maybe know both languages. It'd be trilingual, you know. Are you teaching some, some Chinese as well? Yeah, so um, so I speak Cantonese at home, and my husband speaks Khmer. So I mean, we're we're doing our best, we're trying our best, um, and surprisingly, he's picking up so much of the Khmer language and also of Cantonese too. Um, and it's it's interesting because before I had my son. Um, I wouldn't, I only knew a few Khmer words and my husband only knew a few Cantonese words. And after he was born, you know, we say the phrases consistently again and again. And I found that both of us had picked up the language as well. Um, you know, and I feel like with consistency, you know, whether he uses it or not in the future, that's up to him, but really just giving the, him that gift of language and culture, I feel like, um, is, is all that we can do for him. Yeah. You know? I mean, and the kids are like a, they're like a sponge. I think they pick it up exactly, faster. Exactly, yeah. Cause when I was, a, when I was a kid, I was, I was like speaking full on sentences and paragraphs in Khmer with my mom. And then as I grew older, I just kind of yeah. like forgot, 
you know, but <laughs> yeah. and it's hard, especially where, you know, where we're exposed to English in school and then at home, you know, we speak with our, our, our parents, but it's, it's just that hybrid that, um, you know, that code switching. And a lot of times I feel like without the exposure, it's easy to lose it. So I feel like it's important if you, if you can, right. To kind of expose your children to the language. I think that's important. I mean, my new year is like one of my favorite holidays to celebrate. It's like, I wait every year for April, you know, and, um, that's yeah. cool that you uh, added that in your book. And, um, you know, it's all about like tradition too. I think that's important for the, the kids to know, know why, that's, that's the way I was raised, so I feel like, you know, I, I don't get too religious with it, but I, I do go show up to the temples and stuff. I still wrap my necklace my mom gave me, yeah. my Buddha. You know, I haven't taken it off since I was 15, so, it's like, it means a lot to me. It's, like, more, it's valuable, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that you have uh, the Kickstarter, tell us about when, when the book will go into production and when we can, the people can get their hands on it and how we can support yeah, absolutely. So um, I just started the Kickstarter last week, um, but it's just incredible how much some support I've gotten already within the first day. Um, so it is fully it is fully funded, but the Kickstarter is gonna it's going to end on June 10th, which is about a couple of weeks from now. So if you would like a copy of it, you can still pre-order it um, through Kickstarter, and pretty much once. The Kickstarter ends. I'm going to send it off to to bulk printing, and then once it goes into production, it's it should be arriving um, around August or so. And I'll send I'll be sending out the um, the books once it's ready to go. Awesome! Yeah. I will be ordering my book. You know. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for that's, your support. That's yeah. amazing that our you know the people that you have all the support. You know, I I think I also saw. I'm in like a Facebook group. Like subtle Cambodian traits, and I saw someone post about it too. So I'm like, yeah, okay. that's that's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, incredible the amount of support that we've received so far. So, yeah, I really think thank thank you all, and just so grateful for it as well. Now that you have your first book done, will there any will there be a part two? Will there be a dinner time with some nang? <laughs> <laughs> now that you know how the process question. is, do you look forward to it? Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Um, I actually started a company called Tangerine and Jade Press. And, and really the company is to kind of amplify um, diverse voices, you know, um, particularly of Asian, Asian Pacific Islander um, voices. Um, but, you know, people of all walks of life, I feel like right now is, is, such a crucial time to kind of um, give these voices, um, you know, the time to shine because we just don't have enough of these books out there. Um, so I am working on my next book and this one, um, I don't want to give too much away and it's going to be called Love is Mama's Hands. And it's going to be about, um, you know, kind of my journey growing up with my with my mother and how really, I'll, you know, in a lot of Asian cultures, we we don't really show love through saying I love you or hugs, right? It's really through action and through hands. Mm. And so this book is kind of like a love letter to my mother to kind of thank her for all of the um, love and support she's given me through through hard work and, you know, just just hustling 
you know, her whole entire life to, to provide for me um, and my brother as well. So, yeah. Wow, so that'll be coming out probably at the end of the year. Um, wow. I'm, so, look, I'm yeah. looking forward to that, too, because I feel that you know, what you said about uh, how we don't say I love you. Like, I didn't start saying I love you to my mom till my late 20s, you know. So I was like, uh, I think, yeah. I think uh, across all Asian cultures, we, we have similarities and we have our differences. But sure. like, but we, we, we like Cambodian people. We, we have a different way of showing love, you know, like our parents yeah. would like cuss us out, but that's the way that, that's the, their way of showing love. Right. You know? <laughs> Same. It's like, Oh, why did you do, why did you do that? But it, you know, they're checking in, but it's a different way for them to show us. Right. Yeah. And will that also be like a children's book or is it going to be more of a book book? Like a um, adult it- book? It'll be a children's book. So my main focus is children's books. Mm. Um, so for for what I'm working on at the moment, um, the projects are mostly going to be for children because I really do feel that it's important for for kids to kind of see themselves in in books young. You know, that's when they start to kind of become very curious about the world, and it's important for them to be reflected in the books that they see, especially the the main characters. Right? If they can see it, they could be it. So I feel like it's just um, critical for them to start at a young age, looking, reading, um, you know, and even encouraging parents to be more involved with um, the conversations, especially when they're um, they're reading different types of literature. Amazing. Um, yeah, like the saying goes, teach them young, right? Yeah, and, for sure. And through books, you know, I feel like it's important to, to read, you know. Yeah. And especially if you have a cool illustration like that, though, the kids will want to actually look at the book. And read. Yeah, I know when I when I was growing up, I don't think I I barely had any books. You know, parents are busy working, and you know we had toy toys, but I don't think I've really had like books. Like went to a bookstore to actually purchase a book until much later. So I feel like now kids these days have access to everything. So um, it's a great way for them to get started to get to know you know their culture and also just to to enjoy reading. Mm-hmm. I agree. And um, the book, uh, lunch, uh, Lunchtime with Samnang, is it uh, going to be available on like Amazon or do we, do we order from you like uh, your website or how does that work? Um, it will be on after the Kickstarter is over. I'm going to um, have it on my website. I don't I don't know if I'm going to have it on Amazon yet. I don't have all the details yet, but okay. possibly in the future. Yeah. Awesome. Make sure you guys support the book. I'll have all her info on uh, on the in the description, and uh, where can they find uh, find you on uh, on social media? Yeah, so um, I'm at Tangerine and Jade Press, and I'm on both Instagram and um, and Facebook. So feel free to to find me there. Great. And um, what's the meaning be- behind Tangerine and Jade Press? Can you explain that? Yeah. So. Um, so it was it took me a while to 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 kind of um 
find a name for my company. Um, and I really wanted to kind of find something that was meaningful for me, especially since I'm going to be, um, you know, representing diversity and uplifting voices, right? So I, I wanted to be able to find a name that is reflective of um, my culture and also my upbringing as well. Um, so, t- so you know, I don't know if you know, but tangerine is a, is a very important element in Chinese culture um, and it symbolizes you know prosperity happiness and also creativity so um, as the children's book author I I feel like it's very important for children to kind of tap into that creative space um, use their imagination especially when they're young Um, so that's where tangerine came Um, and then jade is just um, something that I thought of because I wanted to dedicate part of this company to my mother. Um, and that's one of her favorite stones. So um, that's where Jade came. So Tangerine and Jade Press. Tangerine and Jade Press. I like it. Thank you so much for your time, Tracy. And I uh, look forward to uh, purchasing your book and supporting and um, hope that everyone does the same. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, it was a pleasure being on your on your podcast. <laughs> All right, so here's a sample copy of my book. Wow, it's amazing. Um, here are some of the end pages. You, you guys get a sneak peek of it. We have some different elements here, um, some sticky rice, the Encore Wat. And then, yeah, here's the first, first spread. Wow. All the food. And then some of these you guys have seen on the, uh, you will see on the Kickstarter already. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like the in that yeah. sunglass roof. Oh, yeah. is that the binoculars? Okay. Yeah, so he, so the binoculars are pretty much, he's looking at the Encore Wat. I don't know if you know, you noticed yeah, that. Yeah, that's much. awesome. Yeah. Um, and then here's him with his dad. And then this one I didn't show. Um, but I think this is a very powerful image because it's pretty much, um, I, I think a lot of Khmer families have a painting, painting of Angkor Yeah, in their house. So that's that's his yay and that's his da. Um, and they're having a conversation about pretty much the painting and the history and all of that. So um, hopefully people will like it. Oh, gonna, mm-hmm. we love it. I love it already. So. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to show the whole thing because, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, Yeah. so definitely um, (laughs) looking forward to it. And um, thank you so much, all right? Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll keep in touch. Yes, definitely. Hit me up anytime. And, um, you know, you you. got full support. Yeah, if you're ever in Lowell, my husband and I can take you out. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely want to. Yeah, I'll hit you guys up. 